Hello, ASM family. We're now getting into 2021. We're getting partway into there. Hopefully this year is going well for you guys. Starting better than 2020. Can't be that hard, right? All right, so I want to start with a question, right? And take some imagination. So picture your friend group. I know it's probably been a while since you've seen them. So picture your group of friends, uh, the people you hang out with, people you talk to. Uh, I want you to picture two different people in that group. The first one, you probably will know them immediately when I say it. Picture the flaky friend, right? The person that's always bailing out at the last minute. The person that you can never just like nail down or tie down to a plan. The group all agrees on the plan, what you're gonna do. And then you have this one person always, it's like, oh, I don't know. Or they say yes, and then at the last minute, they're like, oh no, I can't go anymore. Right, every single time, right? You know that person, picture them. You know who that is, right? Now, on the flip side, picture the opposite person, right? Picture the one that's super dependable, super trustworthy, right? If they say something, they're gonna do it. They actually go out of their way and they probably do more than what they even say they're gonna do. They're the person that if you were in trouble or you needed something, you could just count on them. You know uh, that they're gonna be there. That person, right? You have these two opposite people in your friend group, right? Picture them, think of them, see them. Uh, don't tell the flaky friend you think they're flaky. Probably tell the trustworthy friend you think they're trustworthy. Tell them you're thankful for them. But uh, picture those two people and think about the level of trust. Now it's obvious here. Think about the level of trust you have in each of them. The person that's flaky, the fact that they bail on plans probably affects more than just your trust of them when making plans, right? probably affects more areas of your relationship than you initially realize. And the person that's always there, you probably are close with them. You probably share things with them. You have a deeper relationship, right? And, and here's the obvious lesson here. Obviously, we want to be more like the trustworthy person, less like the flaky person. But in our passage today, in James, and we're coming to a close in the study, but in our passage, what James is going to encourage us to be, what he's going to call us to be, is actually to be the trustworthy person because, because the trustworthy person is Christ-like. Because if we are trustworthy, if our word is considered truth and it has value, that actually enables us to follow Christ, to be Christ-like, and also, therefore, to be trustworthy, to share the gospel, to share truth. And that is the, the big reason for this. And you're going to see this. This is one verse today. One verse. We're going over a single verse. And it's because it's so big and it's so huge that we understand this. And, and so let's just jump right in. James, 5, uh, James chapter 5, verse 12. One verse. Like I said, we're getting close to the end. This is part of James' conclusion. So this is one of the final things that he's leaving us with in his letter. And he says this. He says, above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear, not by heaven or by earth or by anything else. All you need to say is a simple yes or no. Otherwise, you will be condemned. Ask again, can your friends rely on you? If you say something, if you talk about something, are you considered trustworthy? See, so what James says our goal 
and very simple, right? Very simply, our goal is that us saying yes or no to something is enough, right? If you say yes to something, people know you agree with it. You're gonna do it. If you say no to something, you're not gonna do it, right? That's all you need. And we need a little bit of context here uh, of why this is a big point. Well, James is actually not the first one to say this, believe it or not. He's actually quoting Jesus. And Jesus is actually, when he talks about this, back in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus there is actually citing from Leviticus. So this is an old command, right? And when Jesus is talking about this, the context and what James is doing, he's summarizing Jesus. So Jesus' context is that the Jewish leaders, the Pharisees, they were creating oaths, promises, uh, and they would base it off of different things, right? So they, we, we even have this a little bit today. You say, I swear on my mother's grave. Or you probably hear people say, I swear to God, right? And, and so they're, they're kind of doing it like that, where they're saying, uh, I will swear, I will promise to a certain level, right? So whether it's a earthly thing, right? A lower thing, that's why James says, or anything else, not by, not by heaven, by earth, or anything else, is basically going from high, medium, to whatever else you can think of. So they could change the level that they were saying, like, this is how much trust you can put in what I'm saying, right? That's what they're doing. So that's the context of why Jesus says, don't do this. That's the context of why James says, don't do this, right? Because he's quoting Jesus. But we also have to understand exactly what he's saying. When he says swear, right, it's like I said, I swear on my mother's grave. It's making a promise. This isn't actually talking about swear words. That, that's a totally separate topic, right? And sometimes, I want to note that, sometimes we get that confused. It's not that. We're talking about making promises, making oaths, saying you can trust me because of this, right? Again, our goal is that people can trust us because we are Christ-like. People can trust us because we've proven that we are trustworthy. That's why James says that a simple yes or no should be enough. So how do we get there? right? How do we get to the point where yes or no is enough? Um, first of all, it doesn't happen overnight. right? Uh, imagine the least trustworthy person you can think of says yes to something. That flaky friend, right, says yes to the group plans. You're not going to trust them, right? You have to earn it. This has to be built up over time, right? You have to do this consistently. You have to practice it. So it means that the little decisions in your life, the things that may seem inconsequential, things that don't really matter, they do. They may not matter that much for that exact situation, but it matters because if our goal is to follow Jesus, it means that all those little things add up. All those little things do matter to God. So what am I talking about, right? Well, it's, it's all those situations, and man, I'm just going to give a disclaimer. I am so good at this. So when I talk about this, these are mostly from my own life. Uh, this is talking about when we bail on plans, right? So that's a, that's a situation where it may not seem like it matters that much, but it does. So I've talked about the flaky friend, right? So it's that person that you can't nail down. 
person that always at the last minute has something magically come up. And sometimes it's true, it really does. If you are trustworthy and dependable, when something really does happen, it happened. But if you are the person that is always coming up with the last minute excuse because you don't want to go, and either you found that excuse or that excuse is a straight up lie, that is what we're talking about. That is the person that is not trustworthy, whose word is not dependable. That is the person that you do not want to be. Now, another one, right? It's the half-truth, right? Now, you may think like, oh, well, I don't bail out at the last minute. No, what you've done is you've created the emergency parachute. And what you do instead is you create the possible plan that may be the problem. And here's what I mean, right? You've all done this, by the way. This is where you say, oh, I'd love to, but I think my family might be doing something that day. I'll get back to you. What you really mean is, I don't know if I want to go to that. I want to see what other options I have, and if they're better or worse, then I'll let you know. So here's the problem with that. First of all, you're lying. Okay, that's the big one. Second of all, again, this comes back to you. Your word should be enough. A simple yes or no. And this is, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a side life lesson right here. Sometimes just saying no is better. Just say, I don't wanna do that, right? Don't say it quite like that. But, uh, you know, just saying the honest truth that, you know, I don't think I really wanna go, you know. Uh, that is actually being honest and trustworthy and believe it or not, Christ-like. Being honest, it matters in every part of our lives. This, this is similar to just telling a small white lie. It matters. It all matters. And why does it matter? It matters because our word needs to be dependable. We need to be seen as trustworthy so that we can share the gospel with our friends, with the people in our lives. It doesn't matter just because we're trying to be good for the sake of being good. There is a reason for it. Yes, we need to be truthful, but it's a good reason it's because we want to be like Jesus. It's because we want to share like Jesus shared. And in these small situations that we think don't really matter, that is what matters. And that is what needs to be brought to our mind every single time that we're in a place where we can take the easy out, where we can come up with something to bail because we all of a sudden have change of heart and don't want to go, right? It matters. So, again, think of it. Jesus spoke truth. He was truth. Jesus said what he meant, and his word was trustworthy. There wasn't guesswork. There wasn't half-truths. His word was trustworthy. And if we want to share the gospel effectively, our friends need to see us the same way as Jesus. So, a couple questions for you guys. Uh, we're going to close... Uh, but I want you to take a moment, reality check. How are you the flaky friend? How do you go back on your word and be specific? Are you the person that tells the half-truths? Are you the person that just is always bailing at the last minute? Or are you the person that is actually just straight up lying? How are you that person?
And second of all, how do you think that affects your relationships? And how do you think that affects your ability to share the gospel in those relationships? Finally, how do you be better? Plain and simple. This is just an honest gut check. You're the only one that knows. You know exactly your thoughts, you know exactly your motivations. You're the only one that can do this for your life. You have to be honest with yourself and ask, am I trustworthy? Is a yes or a no enough? Have a great week, guys. Welcome to 2021.